This is the Toward a New World podcast with your host, Corinna Stoffel. As a space for all things regarding the global collective transition we are in, we have conversations about transition, separation, and connection regarding oneself, others, and the earth. The aim is to educate, empower, and inspire. Hello and welcome to today's edition of the podcast Toward a New World. I've chosen an interesting thing to talk about being a victim. And I'm not interested in talking about the, the big, stark being a victim, but the subtle aspects. How much are we victims of our emotions, for instance? And I want to start with myself. About mm, 10 years ago, if you would have called me a victim, I would have been offended and uh, maybe even gotten angry. Five years later, I ended up noticing that I knew how to do victim really well. Where the heck does that come from if I'm not a victim? So obviously, I had put being a victim into the basket shadow. It's something I judged, judged in others, therefore also judged in myself. And I did not want to see it until I was ready to see it. And so I want to talk about that subtle level of victimhood. Victim means in that case that things happen to me. It's outside of my control. Something or someone made me do it. So I'm externalizing it all. And how often are we actually victims of feelings and emotions? If we feel great, if we're happy, if we are high, we really want to hold on to that. And we even chase what we think was the trigger of that feeling. Now, is that true? And I'm just leaving it there for a moment. But that chasing after leads to consumerism because we buy then into the message of, oh, you'll be happy if you own this, if you look like this, if you fill in the blank. And if we feel low, then if we're a victim, 
we get to blame something or someone else for that. So in a way, we're looking for the means to fulfill our happiness. We're not looking for the fulfillment in and of itself. And that's an interesting aspect. What about words? The associations we have, the beliefs that words trigger in us also trigger emotions. There are some words we like, like, oh, I love this. And some words we don't like because they have a bad connotation for us. And it is different for every person. But the effects ultimately are the same. So what's the opposite of victim? This will take responsibility. And responsibility, how does that make us feel? How often is it a harsh word? It makes us feel uncomfortable because indirectly there is a judgment associated with it. And so I would say there is a tendency to, uh, to blame others and not deal with the discomfort. On the other hand, accountability means that we acknowledge that we made a choice. Nothing more, nothing less. It doesn't have to be a judgment. Judgment is something we do to ourselves because we are so entrained to judgment. I mean, we've grown up with judgment. As little kids, how much, you know, were we told we made our parents happy or sad? Uh, this was right, this was wrong. And it goes throughout our whole life that we have some form of judgment with it. So I've also started to look at with being with this whole subject era, I looked at why are people, some people are victims and some people are accountable. They are not victims. What is that? And being aware of that subtle form in childhood, what I start entertaining, <coughs> sorry, 
And it's not that I have an answer, but I'm starting to entertain that it's not necessarily just a personality trait, which we could label it as, that it also may have to do with experiences we had at a young age in childhood and um, being a victim helped us to deal with it because I mean we get it that as a two or three-year-old we don't have the same level of abilities, reasoning abilities, looking at understanding as a 20 or 30 year old or 50 and 60 year old. Age doesn't matter in that sense. But what came for me is, is potentially being a victim to our emotions, a trauma response of traumas we experienced in childhood. And I do not want to go and make everything a trauma response. Oh, there was a trauma and therefore it is understandable. No, but I also don't want to deny the fact that we have experienced traumas and that that has some impact. So as I said, I don't have an answer, a definitive answer. I'm exploring. And it's really interesting. If I go back to my own personal experience, what I just said when I noticed that I know how to do victim really well, I decided, okay, I'm going to drop all the labels with which I describe myself. Because as I said, some I'm pushing away into my shadow because I am judging myself or I'm judging the world. So today, even though on some level, I have to admit, I still don't like the word victim. There is not as much judgment, as much intensity with it. And I find myself going into victimhood and then I notice it and I say, okay, what do I want to do here? Do I want to continue down the road of victimhood and so on? And or am I going to do it anyway? And when I go into victimhood, it's usually because in the moment, I don't feel like doing that. Mainly because I may be lazy. There is something that is more interesting in the moment and so i'm not going there but i'm not staying in the victim space i acknowledge in the meantime okay that is what i'm choosing and i practice not touching myself 
Um, there is an interesting statement that I heard by, on a podcast with Robert Edward Grant. And it sums it up really nice. We attract what we judge until we no longer judge what we attract. Let that sink in. We attract what we judge until we no longer judge what we attract. We attract the feelings that we judge. And when I heard that you can just choose to be happy, there was initially, there was the reaction, huh, what? You must be nuts. And being me, I also was curious. And so I played with that idea. I played with choosing happiness. And what I learned was that I can choose happiness. And my whole mood, my way of being changes. Changes from maybe neutral to happy or from slightly sad to happy. It may not go all the way to happy, but I've been in a situation where normally I would have been upset and angry and uh, if it's at night, uh, I'd be tossing and turning and mulling over and, and just go on a hamster wheel. Choosing happiness meant in those instances that I looked at it from a more neutral uh, space and I chose not to let whatever was going on bother me to stay neutral. And I was able to stay neutral. So it was a valuable lesson that I can actually choose the mood I'm in, the feeling that I'm experiencing. And how much are we entrained? And that goes back into the victimhood. How much are we entrained that if certain things happen, then I'm supposed to be sad. If certain things, other things happen, then I'm supposed to be happy. And because we are entrained to that, we unconsciously choose the result. It's not that we cogn are cognitively aware of it, but what if we choose to be cognitively aware of it and cognitively, consciously choose where we want to be? 
it's it is really we can we aren't trained and we've learned that everything is outside of us but what i am finding is it's actually if i'm willing to go inside to look there and then to act from that space that i can i can change things it's that awareness of something is not working for me and therefore i have choice there is real empowerment if we are willing to deeply look within and become aware of things and then go from there and make the choices so i invite you to play with your emotions was it the word that triggered it what is going on within me and can i choose to change that can i choose to instead of being sad to be sort of happy maybe not exuberantly happy i really invite you to play with that and i would appreciate if you let me know how this is working for you in the comment sections or just send me an email or comment on it i really appreciate you listening and let's explore some more some other things in the next few weeks thank you take care bye bye